Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 37 of the Red Light Hockey Podcast. We've got myself, Liam. We've got Chad, the West Coast guy. And we've got Paul out of Toronto, Ontario. How are you boys doing this week? How's everybody doing? Send over to Paul first. How's it going? Pretty good. Bruins are going to get rid of the uh, Capitals tonight, so should be fun. And now the Capitals are going to win tonight. Just because you said Probably. That. Chad, how you doing? Doing good. Uh, yeah. No real complaints. Just, you know, trucking along here. Um, beautiful. Barracuda have a playoff game starting in eight minutes. Cool. So that's fun. They lost game one. It's, fe- it's best of three in the oh. series. So it's do or die today. They got to win or go home. Who, who are they playing first round? Henderson, the Silver Knights. Okay, so... They, so, uh, they started like they started out like 18 and three and now they're they kind of came back to earth I think they're like 30 and six or something or 32 and 12 they came back they were they were really good for a long time and then now they've kind of come back down to earth but you never know Barracuda need to get some goaltending they had a rough game they lost their first game and you know we'll see but I feel like Henderson's a wagon just like the golden Knights yeah, they are. Well, it helps when you have to, you know, have to protect anybody. But um, yeah, we'll see. I'm, uh, I am, I'm hopeful. Although the Barracuda have a lot of guys playing in this um, World Championship. Yeah, so they have three or four of their top six are all playing in this championship. So that makes it kind of tough. There's been a lot of upsets over there, eh? This whole World Championship. Yeah. Well, why do they always have it right now? Yeah. It's always during yeah. the playoffs. Yeah. What's the point of that? It's for the players who don't go to playoffs that they can still play That's... some kind of meaningful hockey. Seems kind of ridiculous. But... but then when teams are eliminated, some players will go over as well. Yeah. yeah. Except for this year because it's a bubble. So. Because yeah. like Mario Ferrero is on Team Canada. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. But whatever. Um, yeah, it's never like the best hockey. Or best, whatever. Yeah, I do want to shout out the all the Barracudas that are over there, though. Sasha Shemalevsky's over there for representing Team USA. Of course, the other Sharks that are over there, Timo Meyer, Kevin LeBanc, Mario Ferrero. Also, Alexander True and uh, – not Alexander True. Um, Joaquin Blickfeld's over there representing Denmark. So, cool to see the guys over there. But, you know, Barracuda are playing some meaningful games here. So, We'll see. And then, of course, it's 65 and sunny. So, can't complain. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what else new this week? It's pretty much it for my personal life. It's been pretty good. Yeah, my pretty busy getting ready. I graduated from uh, law school yesterday. So, I do want to. Oh, check nice. Congratulations to him. So, stoked for him. Now he's got to study for the bar, which is just awful. As he studied I've heard. this. So, he, he's taking it at like the end of July, like July 26th, I think is when it is. Yeah. And from now until then, he's studying for six and a half hours a day. And he has now, one day off the whole time. Can you, do you have to go to law school to take the bar? Or can any random guy take the bar? Yeah. No, I asked him the same thing. And you need, um, the only way you can get around it is if you take like a, he had a, there's a word for it, but you have to, you basically have to be like a paralegal for a certain amount of time. And then you take like, an abridged version version of law school and then you can take it but okay 
what you you need a certificate that is equivalent to graduating law school okay mm-hmm. so let's see I, I wondered that i wondered that too i was like could i just take it if i wanted to yeah if, if you're like no, super <laughs> if you're like some kind of genius like ah, yeah. i don't want to go to law school i'll just mm-hmm. study it cool yeah but um good for him and you know yeah good for everyone else playoffs are are in full swing right now there's been a lot of crazy stuff going on mm-hmm. a lot of angry coaches <laughs> yeah um so yeah, we'll we'll jump right into the playoffs. We'll start off up in Canada. Yeah, sure. Let's go. Let's go to Canada. So the series and the Winnipeg Edmonton series are at two games for Winnipeg and none for Edmonton at this moment. Uh, game three is tonight. Um, it is not going as a lot of people expected. I know a lot of people. <clears throat> one guest we had was saying that Edmonton's going to sweep Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. Um, he has been wrong. Yes. <laughs> um, that series, pardon me. The Winnipeg's good, and they yeah. are arguably the best goalie in the NHL. So. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Winnipeg's a great team. Uh, they did have a lot of injuries coming down the stretch, and they're on a losing streak. So I think that had to, a lot to do. And then the, all the Canadian teams had that little break, or the playoff Canadian teams had that little break where they had a little bit of rest, mm-hmm. which I feel like helped them a lot. Because, like, look at Winnipeg. They came back stronger with all their good players back. Because, like, they had three of the top four defensemen injured, and they had three of the top, of the top six forwards injured. Now, and they didn't do anything at the deadline. Whenever they had, a, said they had a one defenseman. Yeah, they, but they said they needed to add more. Yeah. And they, yeah, I remember that. I remember being confused by that. I, I think what might add something to do with that is, like, the cost for a lot of defensemen was too high. Mm-hmm. Like, look at uh, David Savard. He went for a first-round pick, right? And I don't think they're they're willing to pay. I don't think they're willing to pay that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But I mean, it's it's a good series. You can't can't really get upset with what's happened so far. I mean, the yeah. two-one a two-one loss with two empty net goals, basically. Yeah, and then and an overtime, an overtime, double overtime, double overtime loss, and a bad goal too. It wasn't double overtime. Well, it was, it was thing. Okay, yeah, whatever. It was like still, into overtime. still overtime. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was a one goal too that he gave up. Right, but you can't fully blame the goalie for losing the game one nothing. Oh no, you can't blame him at all. I mean, the goalie like, yeah. the best players on both teams in the series, but yeah, Edmonton has three points total. Yeah, McDavid, series. McDavid needs to step it up. Yeah, you score one goal in 125 plus minutes of hockey, you're not going to win any games. And McDavid has zero points. Drysdale has zero points. Holy are, he scored the only goal. Yeah. Like, come on now, guys. <laughs> yeah, no, you, you need you need your if you're Edmonton, you need your big boys to step it up and start start doing stuff because without those two yeah. producing, you're not gonna get anywhere. Thing is, you can't count Edmonton out of this. I still think no. Winnipeg, I think I I think me and you, Liam, both picked Winnipeg in six. Yeah. Um, and that wouldn't that wouldn't shock me still because you know, I just I don't really see the Oilers winning four out of the next six, if I'm being frank. So Yeah, no, me neither. Especially with one, how well Halleck's been playing. But, I mean, if if McDavid gets hot, you can't – you know how we always say, like, well, Montreal has a chance because of Carey Price. Edmonton has a chance because of Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid. Exactly. So you, can't, you can't count them out. But how it's been going, I mean, goodness gracious, these guys look bad. Yeah. And I don't know how this happened either. But I feel like every team in the North Division backed into the playoffs. Like, they all started playing bad at the same time. 
right? Yeah. Because Toronto was on a little bit of a run for the last couple of weeks of the season. But other than that, Montreal, Winnipeg, they all kind of slid. Edmonton had a good last few weeks too. Yeah. They it's all like, it's started like the t- sliding. The top two teams were really good and the bottom two were really bad. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's funny because like the San Francisco Giants, their first year in 2010 when they made the playoffs and won the World Series, they they backed in, they clinched it on a loss by another team on, a, on the last day of the season, almost missed it. But um, yeah. nevertheless, I still I still think Winnipeg's taking it. Hell, you Buck's been outrageously good. Oh, my gosh. So it's insane. You're not going to touch him. And, you and know, now we can, we can get to the other series, but I would love to see the goalie matchup with Price and Hell, you Buck, if that could happen. Yeah. And but, also, yeah. Um, Ehlers and Dubois are coming back now from injury. So Winnipeg's top six are all going to be back to full strength, which is huge because I think I think Ehlers or Dubois, he's one of those players that just elevate his game in the playoffs. So watch out for that. Very irritating to play against. Yeah, he, he plays that style of hockey. Ehlers, he's a good player, but Dubois, I'm excited to have him back in the lineup. Yeah, should, so, be, should be a good time going forward with this series. You know McDavid's going to show up. So we'll just see when. That's my question. Yeah, if it's in the last game, if they're already down by three and they only show up for a third period, well, mm-hmm. too little, tough. too late. But we'll see. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's pretty much it for that series. I mean, it's been good hockey, real hard hitting. It's just unfortunate that the games are a bit later. But the next two games for that series should be a bit earlier because they're going to Central time. For the when do they play today? At 7 Central. Okay. So 5 out where I am? Yeah. 7.30. Should be fun. Should be fun. Paul still has the saw on his wall. Yeah. Wasn't there before last episode. No. It's been there for over 20 years. We're going to have to check the tape. We're going to have to check the tape. (laughs) Yeah. No. Um, But uh, yeah, no, it's been fun. Should we move over to the other series? Yeah, let's do it. So Um, Montreal and Toronto. It's been a fun series so far. Oh, it it has. Yeah. Uh, Again, last episode we recorded was right after the Tavares thing. Mm -hmm. Game one. Montreal won game one, two, one. Uh, game two was went in Toronto's hand. It, went, it was a 5-1 finish, but in reality, it was 4-1 with the empty net goal. Um, they pulled their goalie up three or down three? Yeah, they pulled their goalie with like seven minutes left in the game, too. That sounds aggressive. It was a, it was a Patrick Ware move right yeah. there. I mean, I get it, though. What do you have to it, lose? It's the playoffs. It's, it's not yeah. like you're playing for points, right? So who yeah. cares? And I remember, it was funny. My mom, who's like, a, like the definition of a casual fan, she watches yeah. Sharks games only. And yeah. watches and like doesn't even know like if they're in the playoffs or how they're doing or yeah you know will ask me randomly about players that haven't played on the team in like six years and I'm like what are you <laughs> you watch every game how do you not know this and yeah. uh, anyway she asked me the other day I didn't really have a great answer for it she asked me she's like why do teams pull their goalie I'm like what do you mean and she was like well it seems like they always get scored on and I was like I mean you're not wrong but it's like a risk reward thing right like. You know, if you give up that fifth goal, it doesn't really matter. If you score and get back into it, then it matters. So it is funny, though, to see, like, pulling it up 3-1. That's that's usually the rule of thumb is two, right? Usually yeah. if you're down two, you pull it. But that's okay. Seven minutes left in the game. I've seen coaches do that on the power play where they'll yeah. pull, pull their goalie with, like, if they get a if they get a power play with, like, six minutes left, five minutes yeah, left. I've, seen, I've also seen it in the second period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They used to do it in lacrosse, too. They'd pull – if you had possession with like 45 seconds left, they'd pull their goalie off the field and bring in an extra forward. Yeah. But anyways, it's been a good series. I mean, yeah. for Toronto to bounce back, score five goals, Matthew's got a goal. I mean, for that to happen after Tavares goes down, 
speaks to what kind of team they are. And they still know. Yeah, and again, in the past, without this leadership, I don't think that happens. So yeah. Yeah. good on Toronto for building that. And, you now, know, it's not over. But that series at the end of the game last night, mm-hmm. not, there was a lot of gritty stuff going on. So mm-hmm. I am expecting game three to be wild. Yeah. That Isn't rivalry. That the game with the, oh, no, never mind. We'll get to it later. That rivalry has been um, reignited fully. And there's, yeah. Simmons is pissing people off. Sherratt mm-hmm. doing the same to Toronto. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, it's been Corey Perry's doing Corey Perry things. Yep, Corey Perry's Corey Perry. Yeah, uh, but yeah. captain. Pardon me. Be flying need the captain. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, no, uh, it's it's been a good series. Um, what I will say about the series, well, not just the series. We're gonna get into it after this. I want to talk about it. The officiating playoffs overall this year has been noticeably bad. Um. I know, Chad, you're saying you haven't really noticed it, but I know, like, uh, Craig Berube said it, uh, Rob Brandemore said it, um, John Cooper said it, Duchamp said it. Who else was saying it? Uh, Barry Trotz was saying complaining about it. Probably Tortorella, even though he's not in. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Elliot Friedman on Sportsnet was saying it, and Ron McLean from Hockey Night in Canada was saying it as well. Mm-hmm. So when there's that many people complaining about the officiating, especially people in the media, that's when you kind of start looking at it. Um, what I've noticed is it seems like the refs are very one-sided in every game, and it's been flip-flopping vice versa for every game. So, like, game one, the refs seem to be more towards Toronto in the, in the Montreal-Toronto series. In game two, the refs seem to be more against Montreal. It seems almost like the league is trying to, like, cause more penalties to make this series all last longer. Again. Yeah, I mean, that's just it just can't be true. Because right. we, we would know. Like people always, I love the people, the conspiracy theories that like all games are fixed and it's run by the yeah. books and right. Like we can't even keep a secret about like pop culture. How are we going to keep a secret about this? Right. Like there's no way that, so I have a problem with it because one, no one remembers bad officiating, bad officiating happens all the time. Right. Like, I mean, I remember bad things that have happened to the sharks, but time doesn't remember it. Right. So I don't think it makes that big of a difference. I think, there are times when it gets tough, right? Like, but those are like the foot in the crease game, the no goal game, the in 06 when the puck went in in overtime with the Flames and they didn't get it, right? In the yeah. 06, whenever that was. It was 06, I think. Yeah, it was. And they scored on Javi Bulin and no ref saw it, so it didn't count. Those are when refs really impact the game. We haven't had a single moment like that. So I don't think it really makes a difference. And I also think it all works out in a wash. I think if you look back at this series, like you said, Montreal was kind of favored. I mean, it was six penalties to five in game one. Yeah. Right. So Toronto got six, Montreal, or Montreal got six, Toronto got six, Montreal got five. Then what'd you yeah. say? It was five to one in game two. In favor. Game two is eight, eight to two. Eight to two. Eight to three. Eight to three. Eight to three, sorry. And it wouldn't shock me if the next two games, Montreal was favored by two. Like it all has a way of working itself out. Right. I just know it's been noticeably like especially last night there was one where Simmons cross-checked um, a player in mm-hmm. I think it was Sherratt in front of Montreal's net and Simmons stick exploded in his hands. Yeah, and they didn't call it. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. it's it's tough, but it also is like the it there it's a lose lose situation. Right. A ref's whole job is to not impact the game. Right. Right the player safe and to let the game happen right or another time simmons cross-checked um gallagher in front of the net 
and Gallagher fell fell down, and as he's falling down, he hit somebody with a stick by accident because mm-hmm. as he was falling, and then Gallagher got penalized. Yeah, I mean, but I'm sure that there's plays the other way too that that happened. Like, right. it it goes both ways, and you know, people complaining most of the time is people losing, which I get, and you know, like there's been tough draws where like there's a makeup call that's clearly a makeup call that leads to the winning goal. Like yeah. that sucks. And I'm with you on that, but you know, it's, I'm not someone who says like, well, the ref shouldn't call any penalties. Like, no, these players are good. Also players are on this trajectory of getting faster and better. Right. So refing is getting harder. It's a lot harder to ref now than it was five years ago or five years before that especially with head injuries and suspensions and instant replay. And, you know, these refs, it, it's the hardest job in sports is hockey ref. I think behind umpire for baseball, because it's literally impossible to be an umpire in baseball. So I have some sympathy for him. We're going to get one of my friends on who is a ref here in California. His name's Cody Murphy. I'm trying to get him on. Hopefully he comes on. I have a text out with him right now. I've been texting back and forth, but um, get a little love from him because he was, he was one of the interesting ones where he played for San Jose state and he complained to the refs more than about anyone I ever knew. And then he became a ref. So I'd love to have his perspective of having been on both sides of it. Yeah. But yeah, it'll be, it'll be fun one way or another. And I, I just think like, sometimes you remember refing stuff, right? Like yeah. I'm a sharks fan and I don't know how many times I've heard about game seven with the Knights and that. Right. And you know, but then people seem to forget that, Eric Carlson pretty blatantly took a hand pass and scored a goal in the overtime in the next series. Right. So it just goes back and forth. Just like they forget that Kevin BX scored a game winner off the net that no one blocked down. So it time forgets these things. I don't think it'll make a big difference. I'm more excited that Montreal and Toronto are playing. Yeah. That doesn't usually happen. And it's both these teams that are so storied and haven't done anything in 20 years. So it'll be, it'll be fun to see one of them get a shot here. And also, Carey Price is playing really well. Not last game was standing. He's still doing a good job. But. Last last game too. Like I, I can't blame him for the goals that that got scored on him. That's that's one hundred percent falls on the defense. Like uh, the first goal was he made three saves in a row, and the defense still couldn't clear the puck. And then it was just a, I think it was Nylander went in to pick it up. The second goal, the Spezza goal, it was a weird angle. Again, uh, I can't blame Carey Price for it any of the goals except for one of them. So I I think, yeah, but moving on out of the North, I'm still standing by my guns. I'm saying Montreal in seven. Paul, what do you think of that series? Uh, Leafs are going to win it. I, I think I don't, unless Carey Price can get back to how he was during uh, whatever year it was that he got hit by, um 2014 yeah if he can get back to that then he may be able to carry them but they need they need their offense back they need somebody like Cole Perfetti or not Cole Perfetti um Cole Caulfield but they just I don't know why they aren't using him makes zero sense but shout out to the Canadians for making the wrong decision and bringing him up so early seeing that he was good and then not playing him in the playoffs yeah Good choices all around, guys. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, speaking of Cole Caulfield, Guy Lafleur is angry at the Montreal Canadiens for not playing him. Guy Lafleur is a literal walking embodiment of the old guy saying, get off my lawn. 
This dude needs to stop. He complains about players getting paid. He complains about referees. He complains about everything. Like, <laughs> just because you lived long ago and you played when players were making $50,000 a year, I'm sorry. But him sitting there on his high horse saying he should have gotten paid more so these players shouldn't get paid is so ridiculous. Like, how are you not happy that the game has grown? How are you not happy about everything that's been going when, on? I actually had never seen the clip of him complaining about people getting paid. I'm almost positive it was him. Let me make sure. I shouldn't speak without 100% knowing. I know uh, I know he was, he was very angry about Caulfield not playing. He was very vocal about that. And then he was like, Caulfield reminds him of the younger <laughs> version. Caulfield look- reminds, reminds him of the younger version of himself, apparently. I looked up Guy, Guy Lafleur complains yeah. and the top responses about everything. Oh, really? <laughs> and I was like, all right, let's go. Uh, yeah, I mean, he made $3 million. He ranks 1,800 in can fear in career earnings which is pretty funny but um yeah but yeah he he complains about it. i'll try and find a i'll try and find a post so we can send it out on our um our uh our socials but yeah and i could be wrong here folks if i'm wrong make sure talk to us on our socials let me know that i'm wrong because wasn't wasn't it him who said that the montreal canadians whole line forward line was a bunch of fourth line grinders yeah, and that's why they need Cole Caulfield. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, he he was a great player when he played, but he I also – I don't know if it was Lafleur. I know it was one of those old heads from Montreal, but it might not have been Lafleur. I think – I don't think it was Lafleur because Lafleur doesn't really talk much in the media. Uh, I do remember uh, Carbonell complaining about that. Was it – oh, was is he Guy too? Yeah. Yeah, that could be why. Because I know so, Carbono, Carbono also works for uh, TVS Ball. I have no idea. Carbono so it, wrong. C A R B A A U. I mean, it, it made it. <laughs> I, I figured it out. Um, yeah, but whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah. Gotta love hockey player names. Oh, yeah. Well, French, French players. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, yeah. I, I just put carbs. <laughs> Yeah, so should we move over to the West here? Start yeah. with the we could do the Vegas Minnesota series. Yeah, so that so yeah, that we called that one wrong, boys. Yeah, at least me and you did, Liam. Yep. Um, I thought that I thought Minnesota would put up a fight here. They are not putting up a fight. No one's come to play. So I was I don't watching. Know what you can do. I was watching it last night. Like I, I tuned in last night. The I caught the third period after Montreal game was over. I found it looked like regular season hockey. Like, you know, you know that like mid-February uh, grind where like the games are kind of like more boring? Yeah. That's what I found the pace of the game looked like to me. Yeah, that's fair. It wasn't, it wasn't very exciting. I was like, no, this is, this is kind of boring. Yeah, I mean, um, Vegas is good. It, it pains me to say it, but Vegas, very good. I just hope that Minnesota can – beat the hell out of them enough to where they'll lose to Colorado. Who yeah. looks great. Um, I got to ask you, Paul, does it hurt seeing all these former Bruins defensemen doing well? Oh my God. It don't even get me started with that. Yeah. Cause we could use them, uh, especially somebody like Krug or just, mm-hmm. yeah. It, Am I crazy? Was Pareko a, a Bruin? No, no. Uh, okay, I made that up. I thought he was a Bruin for some reason. He plays but, uh, like one. <laughs> yeah, that might be why. <laughs> but um, no, this 
the Vegas series, I don't have a lot more to say on this. I mean, I think it's going to go one more game. I don't possibly see. I mean, Minnesota got swept on home ice. So I think they're going to get beat in Vegas. So I think that's that. There's nothing really in this series. Alex Tuck is playing out of his mind. Yeah. But Mark Stone. That, Mark Stone looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. And I mean, but Mark Stone's good. He's, he's, he's just yeah, good. Mark Stone's just a good player. Um, um, and then look, Flurry, dude. 0.99 goals against. Yeah. Flowers been insane. Yeah. He's a 966 save percentage. I feel so, like Flower is probably one of the best goalies in history. Yeah, he'll for sure go down as almost like the – no, because did he ever win a Vesna, Flurry? I want to say yes. I want to say he that. did, or if not, he was definitely like top three so. for like five years. Flurry, I'll look at it. Marc-Andre Flurry Vesna, let's see if he won it. Um, Yeah, he hasn't won one. Hmm. Oh. Huh. This is – I see someone say that he's uh, the most overrated goalie. That's interesting. Probably a Penguins I, fan. I um, think that – I think the problem though. with Marc-André Fleury, uh, the reason why he hasn't won a Vesna, is because he was always overlooked the years he played in Pittsburgh because, like, oh, he's not that good it's just because of Crosby he's good. Mm-hmm. But, like, he's still a great goalie. So, I think, I think that has a lot to do with it. Um, yeah, and I think – and correct me if I'm wrong here. Do you think it's – actually, I might be wrong. Do you think it's harder for a goalie to switch teams or a player to switch teams? Depends. I don't think it – I don't know because, Flurry, you don't see a lot of goalies having, like, very successful runs in multiple places. Like, the one that comes to mind, obviously, is uh, Patrick Waugh. But other than Ryan that, Miller. like – Yeah, Ryan Miller. But, I mean, I mean, like – like Vesna level, multiple championship level, like yeah. The good. only one, the only one I can think of is Zawah. Yeah, and I'm uh, sure there's one that we're just an idiot and we're forgetting. But I, uh, I think it's harder for goalies because you look at um Ben Bishop, how much he moved, and he's never stayed the same level anywhere. Yeah, and you look at yeah, kind of. It's funny how we were saying a few episodes ago that like most goalies kind of like the good goalies stay on one team because it's yeah. hard to get multiple, but yeah, there's not a lot of good goalies. And I guess that actually makes a lot of sense now that I'm saying it out loud that if they all did stay on one team, of course they wouldn't be good if they left. Um, but yeah, I mean, good for him. I mean, flurry seems like, you know, he's one of the most entertaining players in the league too. At least his yeah. agent is. there's always fun stuff going on with him, but um, yeah, no, I, I like flower. He's like, he's one of my favorite players that who aren't a Canadian. So Mm-hmm. Chad, uh, you said it pains you to say Vegas is good, right? Yeah. Pain you even more if they win next game? I will have called that series. Oh, yeah. I don't care about that. You're <laughs> wrong about most other things. So I fun. know. So but, I, uh, I need to get one at least. Yeah. And uh, Minnesota, I mean, they just, I mean, shit the bed's aggressive, but they just haven't played well. What are you going to do? Yeah. Um, speaking about, uh, speaking about, the West and all that stuff. There's also been a suspension. Nazem Kadri, eight games. That's ridiculous. I am. Um, he he can't. He, he still has up today to appeal it, I believe. So we'll see what happens with that. He'll appeal it and probably get six. Right. Yeah. Like he'll probably get a couple games knocked off. That's so many games. Yeah. If this was regular season, this would be a twenty-game suspension. Yep. We're suspending him for a fourth of the total playoff games. Yep. I, I don't personally agree with it. Looking at it more and more, like last episode, my takes were, because I listened back to it at the beginning, I was saying that I didn't even know if it was suspendable. It's definitely suspendable. Looking at it again, like 
that was that was a bad call on my part but i think that it's i think that people way overreacted i think that it was a max three maybe five if you really want to send a message because it's cadre but i think it's a hockey play yeah right? I think, like well. there's there's plays with like i forget who it was in the the florida tampa series who just took like 10 strides at someone facing the boards and just boarded him into, you know, the abyss. And I'm like, what the hell is that guy doing? Like, that's not a hockey play at all. Like he didn't go for the puck. He just wanted to kill this man. It looks like Kadri was going for a hit. It looks like Kadri's trying to take someone out of the play. That's my problem with it is there's, there's a fine line between Anthony Duclair and being dirty and what he did in Kadri, where it's like, you can spin what Kadri did as being a hockey hit. Uh, and again, this could be a bad take again. I didn't think it was worth eight looking at it. It's suspendable, probably three, maybe five, like I said. But I don't know. What's your guys' take on it? I think it's too many games. It's, yeah, like you said, it's a, qu- a, what, a quarter of the playoff games. Well, yeah, if they get the max you can play is 28 games. Yeah. So I mean, suspended eight, you're getting suspended a full series. Yeah, that's. And that could change if they play Vegas, that could change a lot because yeah. now you have to put um, Carl Soderberg in a second line role for center. And he is not a second line center. Mm-hmm. He's a good third line center, but he's, he can't do what Kadri can do, mm-hmm. but unless you put like new hook in there, then he may shine, but mm-hmm. uh, it does. That's, that's just ridiculous. I, I called it though, like I was saying, like he's gonna get over plus five plus because yeah, you did not, say that because it's not in Kadri. Yeah, good call, good call. Yeah, I don't think so. It's just, I mean, they gotta figure this out. It's, the, it's just because it's not in Kadri, and also since the Tom Wilson thing, the league yeah. seems seems like the it has its tail between his legs and it's trying to call overdo yeah. everything. Like uh, who was Shea Weber got a fine last night for cross checking, mm-hmm. which. I don't know which cross check he got because he actually was the one player on Montreal actually never got a penalty until the end of the game last night. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, who knows? I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm out on this. I, I don't agree with it. I think it's kind of dumb. If I'm being completely honest, it is what it is. I mean, I, again, the, the series that three nothing for Colorado. Do you think they're gonna go for a, for a sweep, or do you think they'll do oh, it yeah. five? Uh, it yeah. might be five. Yeah. I give St. Louis some credit. Um, Jordan Bennington, man, he's a hothead. I never, like, I always forget that he's just like a, he's just a loose cannon all the time. He tried to fight Devin Dubnik this year. Yeah. He tried to fight a whole bunch of guys. He tried to fight Eric Carlson. Yeah. He, and, yeah. So I, it's, you always forget with him. He's entertaining, but he's like a, he's like a Patrick Rath almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As far, Took a as, rask. Far, as, far, as far as his emotions go, mm-hmm. I'm not saying like count level. Patrick was definitely a lot better than anything mm-hmm. is. But as far as like his like anger issues, he's very comparable to, to Paddy Um mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never seen, yeah. He wants to fight everybody. He's like a Ray Emery, Patrick Wes. One of the fight everybody out there. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, I don't know. I, I don't think, uh, well, St. Louis isn't definitely not one in this series. So we'll see. Yeah, I don't think that's that one's even really close. They look good. Colorado looks good. Yeah, they look really good. They are a wagon. Mm-hmm. Now, moving on 
to the central. Um, yeah, that, that want to go to the Carolina one. Game four is going on right now. Uh, it's two two, and then the second. Brindamore complained about the the roughing too, right? Yes. What was his complaint? That it's been two one sided. Isn't his team up three one? Two one. Two one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, they got one in overtime the other day. Yeah, uh, Nashville did. Yeah, but yeah, like I said, Nashville, I'm rooting for just because I know someone who works for the organization, so it makes yeah. me want them to win. But I, they're so overmatched. Carolina's I, good. Yeah, like he, he's complaining. Like they're like. Uh, I agree with him again on the roughing thing, but we we'll always complain. Everybody always complains about the roughing, like you guys are saying. So I'm not going to beat a dead horse on that subject. Uh, Carolina's been good. Mm-hmm. But Nashville, they're showing up. They're putting the effort in. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan Johansson finally scored. Matt Duchesne got an assist on that goal. So they're finally getting production from those guys, at least in this game. There was uh, $8 billion players. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, that series has been good hockey. <clears throat> Carolina's been playing good Carolina hockey. And Nashville's been playing decent Saros has, has been playing good. Aha with three goals. Stahl with three goals. Yeah. They're getting it from where they want to get it. Tara Vinen also with a goal. Yep. Got, yeah, I mean, this year. But, again, there's been one series, two series, that are good. And I don't think this is one of them. I think Carolina has been the better team by far. Yeah. Um, the only thing that does scare me a little bit is goaltending, just because I still can't even pronounce this goalie's name. Which doesn't bode well for Carolina. Nikoldovich. Nikoldovich. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, okay, I'll forget that. But yeah, I mean, should we move to the fun series now? Go uh, to the series uh, everyone wants to talk about. You mean the Florida, the Battle of Florida? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, uh, everyone's saying, "Oh my God, Nikita Kucherov's going to take a second to get back into shape." He has nine points in three games, so hurt four games. You sure. guys need to stop. Yeah, because Duclair's the dirtiest player in hockey history. But yeah, he's that, was, that was aggressive. But Cooper's also also complaining about the refereeing. Well, yeah, I mean, this is my thing, is if I'm George Peros, I'm suspending Anthony Duclair for eight games. Like, you yeah. want to talk about not a hockey play, behind the play slashing a dude who's just getting back from an injury? Like, what are you doing? Like, there's no, you know, there's not a lot of things that and- I – just hate that's one of them that's it, there's nothing about that play that's good correct me if i'm wrong but he did he even get a penalty for that no they didn't see it yeah. it was behind the play yeah they didn't see it it was like a hundred feet from the puck and it's Kutra. Have they said how long he's out uh day to day yeah i mean they don't really need it they they need him but not like now they'll need him for carolina yeah but I mean, this whole team, Braden Point, Steven Stamkos. Who I, else is hurt? I think Point's hurt as well. Is he? Point's hurt, and uh, who else is hurt from that series? Uh, Sergachev. They had uh, – Barkov was hurt, but he was playing again, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, Huberdo with eight points. That's pretty crazy. But I think it's going to finish off with Tampa in sixth. Th- I say Florida, Florida has gotten no goaltending. I mean, Sergey Sergey Bobrovsky has an 840 save percentage. Yeah, I don't know why they haven't gone with the other guy. Because he only has an 870 save percentage. 
I don't know why there they was, don't go with Spencer Knight. Yeah, at one point they were talking about right? Spencer Knight putting him in, but say fuck it. Like they, the I, they had a lot of goalies. Like I, I don't know. I, I if I was Florida, I, I'd throw in Spencer Knight. And say whatever. See what happens. Yeah, Florida has one of the best goaltending situations in the league in terms of how many players they have because they have Levi too, right? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, they're set. Um, except for maybe Arizona. Arizona might have a better one, but they have bad situations everywhere else, so that's fine. But I mean, I don't yeah, know. Florida's earlier, just talking about, earlier, you're talking about goalies who were good everywhere else, and then and then left, and then they're terrible somewhere else. Vrosky, perfect example. Oh yeah, Vrosky should be a lot outstanding, better. Outstanding in Columbus, finds a big ticket, goes to Florida. Wah wah wah. Not good. Not good at all. Um, yeah. But this series, I mean, Duclair's got to get suspended for that, yeah? I agree. I agree. But don't know if he will. We'll see but... what happens. I, I, think, I think Florida can maybe steal one more game, push the six, maybe. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. What do you think Hope about so. that there, Chad? I think it's five. I think, I think Tampa wins. Um, but that's just me. What do you think, Paul? Um, okay. Well, yeah, no, I think, I think, yeah, it's, it's a good, it's a great series. It's good hockey. It's hard hitting. It's grinding. And the fact there's been fans in the building has made the series even better because it's, you can feel the momentum changing with the fans and everything like that. Yeah. Should we move over to the last round now, the last series? Absolutely. Let's do it. Uh, send it over to Pittsburgh and New York. The series is tied 2-2. It's been a grind fest. It's been a brutal series. Um, yeah. It's, it's been great hockey. Um, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's 1-2. New York's 1-2. Series is that two-piece. Um, have you watched the series at all, Chad? Yeah, I've been watching it. Um, it. It seems like <laughs> exactly what we thought, right? I think the big thing, Sidney Crosby hasn't really shown up. Yeah. Well, Barry Trotz is good at shutting him down. Uh, Barzell's been on Crosby, keeping him out of the play. And then Malkin's hurt now, so it's just Crosby. Mm-hmm. So, like I said at the beginning, I, I'm seeing Islanders win this series now, uh, especially how Barzell's been able to shut down Crosby because Barzell is a lot younger and faster. Crosby does have the hockey IQ. You can't bet against them. But it just is – Barzell's a faster player than Crosby is, yeah. which means he can out outskate him. Well, and you have with with the Islanders, they're the king of everybody gets points, right? So, like if you look at their point totals, they have six players with three or more points. Like everybody gets points on that team. Where you look across the bay at you know across the bay across the ice, only three players with three points in Pittsburgh, and it's not it's not spread as evenly which in the playoffs matters. You need points from those guys. So we'll see this. It seems like the goaltending is, is a little bit not hit or hit or miss. Isn't the right word, but the goaltending seems to kind of go back and forth between uh, Sorokin, who's been outstanding and uh, Jari who's had good or Jari who's had good games and bad games. So we'll see two, two. This is one I'm looking forward to. This one I think goes seven for sure. Yeah, no, I, I agree in that. It's been, it's been a grind fest, like I said. I'm seeing it go to seven. I have Islanders in seven still. That's my prediction for this series. 
I might be wrong, but we'll see what happens with that. Yeah, no, that's that's what I think too. I think that one is one we're going to have to kind of come back and talk about because this is one, it's just guessing, right? We're not going to be able to say definitively, I think this guy, I think that guy. So I just think we got to wait and see. I think that there's some players making a good name for themselves. Pajot looks good. Wallstrom and was it Bevoulier? However you say his name. Olivier. Yeah. Yeah, However you say his name. Barzal, of course, having a good year. Palmieri having a good – yeah, it's been good. Nevertheless, though, there's one more series to get to. This series – I've never seen a series that's closer. But but, farther. But farther, yeah, because, I mean, three games went to overtime. And it's three one, and I think a lot of that is just it's an overtime, right? Um, mm-hmm. And just before we get to jump into this series, I just want to say one thing: mm-hmm. Peugeot, he always elevates the game in the playoffs. I've said it again; I'll, I keep saying it. Peugeot is a playoff performer. He's okay in the regular season, but he is a playoff guy. I, yeah. I love Peugeot. But anyway, Madison Bumgarner, but hockey edition. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, the Boston Capital series wrapping it up with this one. Uh, it's through one for Boston. Um, yeah, it's been it's been really good hockey. Boston's been playing great, um, but again, it could have been, it could be easily three one for the Capitals, as well. It just overtime, right? Mm-hmm. Especially um, you really look at that that bad overtime goal that was let in. That's yeah. tough. That's yeah. tough. Now the series could be two two. Could be two two going back home. Instead, it's three one, and you need to win. That's yeah. tough. That's tough. Um, did you see the video of, I think, uh, Ovechkin like, got hit, and then he's going to get the puck, and then Marshawn just hits him again? Oh, yeah. Like, that video is priceless. Although, Ovi usually does that to people. So right. It was, you just watch yourself. It was but, funny to see it happen. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely was funny to see it happen. But all those things, playoffs are back, man. I'm so happy. It's uh, it's been so nice to have actual playoff hockey again. Yes. And um, you know, going forward, it's gonna be fun. I'm excited. Oh, I'm loving I'm excited. it. Playoffs, playoffs are fun. Um, yeah, and that's pretty much it for the playoff series right now. Covering it all up. Um, there's been some rumors out of Canada with JT Miller. Apparently, yeah. What is that? So there's some reporter saying he asked for a trade. He said. He's saying no, but the organization's saying yes. So I don't know what's going on with that. Um, it's it's a weird situation. Basically, like somebody leaked that he wanted the trade, then the GM's like, "Well, we'll see what happens." Like we're we're, we're always looking to improve our team. Basically, saying you know, yes, but not really saying yes. Okay, so let me let me break this down for you guys because people are idiots. I don't understand how this happens where people are always so surprised by this. It's yeah. like when you see, um, I forget who just did it, but someone was uh, like, oh, how do you think? Oh, it was Ryan O'Reilly. Yeah. They were like, oh, how do you think your team's going to do? I think we're going to win. What do you think he's going to say? Right. You think he's going to say like, oh, I think we're going to go down in six. You know, Colorado's a good team, but I don't know if we have it. Of course he's going to say that. Right. So if you're a team and you hear a rumor about a player possibly getting traded, what are you possibly going to say? Are you going to say, yeah, we're going to trade him 100%? Right. Because then what if you don't? Then what happens if you're a player, what are you going to say? Oh yeah. I want to get traded. I don't want to play here unless you're ready to never play again for that team and sit out and forfeit money to do that. You're always going to say that. So I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. Or just do that and have the shift. (laughs) But 
it's it's dumbfounding to me yeah. because it happened a few years ago with the Kings in uh in the NBA when they were trying to trade DeMarcus Cousins and everyone knew they were going to trade DeMarcus Cousins. They didn't know where they were going to trade him, but they all knew they were going to trade him. And their owner came out and was like, or their GM came out and it was Vladi Divac, old school player who played in the speaking of refereeing, the one game that was actually proven to be false was the 2000, whatever, 2002 Western conference uh, finals with the Kings against the Lakers. Fun fact. Yeah. Go look it up. It was ridiculous, but nevertheless, he came out and they were like, Oh, well, are you going to try and trade DeMarcus cousins? And he said, no, we're committed to DeMarcus cousins. We want him here. We want him to be a part of the future, blah, 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 blah. And then they traded him like three days later and everyone was like, Oh my God, he's such a liar. He's oopsie. Pardon me. He's such a liar. He's being so deceitful and this and that. I'm like, what did you want him to say? Yes, yeah. We're, we're trading right. him. We're trading yeah. him. We don't want him anymore. What? Is it hurt. business? You lose all leverage. What are you guys talking about? Uh, it's, there's not a lot of things that, um, not a lot of things that bother me like that, but there's some things that you want to know what else really bothers me now that we're kind of done doing post-show stuff. Um, hockey dads who yell skate. Like, the fuck you think they're going to do? Are they not going to skate if you don't say it? Like, <laughs> what are you yelling? Like, uh, it's, it's funny because uh, all the, there's a great photo of Neymar and uh, Lionel Messi sitting watching their kids play, right? And they're like, look, see, these guys know more about the game than anybody in the world. And they're just sitting watching their sons play let them play right it's like uh i don't know if you guys got these uh these commercials up in canada but during the world juniors every single commercial was from usa hockey here and it was about not being an obnoxious parent and it was a great great commercial if you guys have seen it you know exactly what i'm talking about but it's a guy pounding on the window of a classroom when his daughter's taking a math test and being like oh yeah go honey get it get it get it like all that stuff right and then it's the same thing of her, like at a recital for some music and he's doing the same thing. And then it's like, you wouldn't do it here. Why would you do it here when they're at a hockey rink? And it's like, just stop, man, just yeah. stop. And, you know, I could tell you in my years of broadcasting and going and seeing stuff, there's a lot of, a lot of, I remember dad fights. I remember dad yelling at each other. I remember people screaming, couldn't tell you the final score of one of those games. Like your kids remember that a lot longer than they remember the other thing. So don't be an asshole. Yeah. Like just go there, have fun. I, I don't know how bad it is for hockey parents in the States, but I know up here it's bad. Like there's a lot of parents that are bad. It's worse for baseball here. Yeah. Because people really get mad at that. It's like the one sport that everyone thinks they can play. And that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So people get real upset with that. Hockey is not as bad, but um, I'm speaking California. California, right. not, you know, not the rest of the country, just where I am. But yeah, like, I just, you know, like my parents were good about, they would be at almost every game. They never say anything. If they had questions, they would ask me, be like, was that a bad call? And I'm like, yeah, They're like, okay. Um, but I don't know. Have you had, do you have any crazy dad stories? I was at the I Anaheim, did. the Anaheim rinks, pardon me, last story here, where, um, it's where the Anaheim Ducks practice. It's called the Rinks at Anaheim or the, the Rinks something. And it's something, but it's got a nice facility, two, three rinks. And it's where the Ducks practice in Anaheim. And uh, we play USC there, uh, University of Southern California. And we were playing one time and the game before us was a Trinity League high school game, an Anaheim Ducks League high school game. And there was a dad screaming at a 16-year-old goalie from the other team. 
like the dad was taunting a 16 year old and then the dad of the goalie went up to him and was like hey stop <laughs> right like as yeah. a dad should do and then the the dad of the guy the guy yelling at the goalie stood up to him they started pushing each other these guys got in a fist fight the game had to stop like they had to stop the game until that's, the fight was over it's like what that's are you embarrassing doing? yeah like that's i didn't even tell you i know santa margarita was in it i believe but i can't tell you the other team like i have no idea yeah. it's just embarrassing but if, if that, just, that be embarrassing. just be better and don't yell skate stop yelling skate you know there's nothing that will make me lose respect for you faster than if you yell skate in canada it's wheel yeah or same thing with like dads will yell get back and i'm fine with that right because at least there's like a little bit of like strategy in it you know like get back get back get back like that's fine yeah right like or like there's dads who will actually yell good things like keep them outside keep them out they're like stuff like that where it's like okay i'm cool with that or get your head right? out to, to the yeah, kid. Or, or sticks and lanes or something like that like yeah. some dads yell good things but most dads are just idiots so um yeah it's it's pretty ridiculous but I'm guilty of it too watching professional games. Like I'll, I'll yell, I'll yell at like professionals, but yeah. See, that's I, different. That's different. These guys are getting paid millions of dollars. You can yell at them. Right. Yeah. But the dads who are, you know, yeah, I didn't play hockey at a high enough level to yell at people about stuff. Now, now talking about that kind of stuff. Like I know when I was in uh, Bantam, I think, yeah, Bantam, um, a lot of the dads, like a lot of our parents or our team got banned from away away arenas. <laughs> really? Because they were they were that bad. Yeah. That's that's funny. They're just like that's... yeah, your 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 team's parents aren't allowed to come here. You'll have to wait outside. Because <laughs> they were that bad. They were just like trying to fight every all the other team's parents and stuff. So Yeah, it sounds about I, right. Yeah. The other thing too that I'll never understand, this will be our last one before we wrap up here, but I did a lot of baseball as well, broadcasting. And the one thing I'll never understand is when someone hits a foul ball and it goes up in the air, the amount of people that just cover their heads instead of trying to find the baseball. The amount of times I've seen someone get hit when, yeah, they just cover their heads instead of like, hey, let's try and find it and then I can step out of the way, right? Because in the off chance that you do get hit, what is covering your head going to do? You're still going to get hit. Like my thing is I've seen, you know, the smart people when I'm at games, I always look and you look up, oh, the ball's, it's going to land 15 feet behind me. I don't need to cover, right? Or if it's coming at me, guess what I can do? I have legs. I can step to the side. And well, then what I've seen a lot of baseball is people like take off, take off their hat and like try to catch try and, it. Yeah, try and catch it, which is a penalty, which is a, a penalty or an infraction in actual baseball, fun fact. But it's a triple. You can't do it if you're playing baseball. You can't catch it with your equipment. It's a thing. You no, I'm saying, I'm saying like I'm yeah, saying in the stands. Yeah, in the stands. Yeah. That's no, not yeah, a penalty. You can do. That. I, I get it. Like, like uh, you're supposed to catch it with the glove. Yeah, yeah. Playing. In baseball, you can't. Yeah, same thing with uh, people will throw throw their gloves at the ball if it's like getting past them. You can't do that either. So yeah, I've I've, I've only seen that in beer league, but beer yeah, league, so who gives a shit. <laughs> yeah, no one cares in beer league. Yeah, like, oh, this is a good episode. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. I like these episodes that are a little shorter. Yeah, because then we we can talk about more as we come through. So, um, yeah, it was I'm fun though. Beer league baseball story before we wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what I like to always do is like, we'll have a beer. I drink beer while I'm playing baseball because it's, I don't care. It's, it's men's league, softball, beer league thing. Well, not even men's league, just beer, beer ball is what we call it. I'll mm-hmm. always have a, I'll bring my beer with me out in the outfield. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. It's like where you can't spill the beer. You have to have a beer in one hand at all times. One of those. Yeah. Yeah. Those are fun. Those are fun games. Yeah. yeah. Or like slosh ball. If you've ever played that. No, it's, it's a college game. If you ever want to get belligerent, you should play it. But if you don't want to get belligerent, don't play it. <laughs> I, I remember this one tournament, like you, you pay money to a bunch of money to play and it's to raise money for cancer. They do it every, mm-hmm. they used to do it before COVID. Um, they would have, so you, you get on base, but you, you used to hit the ball, whatever. Then you get on mm-hmm. base and before leaving every base, you have to chug a beer. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that here too. So, you have to, so at second base, you have to fill up and you have to be yeah. done with your beer by second and done with your beer by home. No, yeah. yeah. So you have to fill up at first, be done before you get the second. And then yeah. from second to third, be done again. So you have yeah. three beers as you go around. Mm-hmm. Actually, four, four. Yeah. It's funny because I don't know. Did you, you didn't go, you didn't go to like traditional university, right? You went no. army out of, out of like not high school, but your high school. So college drinking is something that's really fun. I went to and college. It's, and it's, yeah. Yeah. So, I, you know, I went to actual college. Yeah. Oh, did you? So you yeah. went to college then enlisted? Yeah. Got you. So yeah, one of my friends did that. He's in North Carolina right now. But it's funny because um, you, college drinking is something that I'm happy I was a part of it. I'm happy I did it. The dollar beers, the dollar shots, like the bars around campus. It's a lot of fun. But looking back on it, it's so funny because the first time I went drinking with like, I don't know how else to put it, but like grown man drinking. Yeah. Or like grown person drinking, it is so much different. Now, like, <laughs> he, he, here's one thing I, I will say, because I grew up in rural Canada. Rural Canada is a very heavy drinking culture, especially yeah. Or, or drinking yeah, yeah. Ages, it's whatever. Anything with rural in front of it can put down yeah. alcohol. I feel. And like. then I went to college. Most of the rural kids that were at my college, or not kids, but people who are rural from rural areas, could out drink all the city folk, like mm-hmm. hands down, mm-hmm. which is whatever. And then I got to the army. Yeah, that is nice. a whole other, yeah. that is a whole, a whole different thing. Beast. Yeah, but like I don't I don't drink anymore. Like I'll mm-hmm. have like maybe one or two beers a week. That's it. Like I don't I don't mm-hmm. enjoy drinking anymore. But that's for personal reasons. Mm-hmm. But seeing like some of the people how, how they drink here, it's insane. Like I don't, I don't comprehend it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I no. See, like I went we went out with I went to a baseball tournament in Utah, and they all went to these. Uh, I didn't I couldn't drink that much because I was driving. But yeah. they went to we went to this hotel where all the parents were. These guys, there was five guys, and they killed three bottles of Jack Daniels between them. Yeah, I'm like, oh my god, like this is kind of insane. And this guy, like, <laughs> it's just crazy. I'm just like, how do you do this stuff? But like, I I have a buddy of mine. I work well. I, I not a buddy. A guy I work with. He'll drink a case of beer, like a, a 24 pack of beer, two four, a night. He'll drink a two four a night. And that's just a normal Friday night for him. Mm-hmm. And they're like, man, you got a problem? He's like, no, I'm good. I'm like. He'll drink us two four, and then he'll come to work the next day and run five five miles and have no problem. Yeah, some people that's, are animals. That's just military drinking culture. I, I don't get it, but we're getting way off topic here. So yeah, that's, that's pretty that. much it. Yeah, we, we can end the episode. Uh, we'll see. I'm definitely my friend just confirmed that he'll come on. That perfect is the ref. So who knows? We might have it this week. Maybe not. Depends on when we get this in. But um, yeah, playoff hockey's good, man. Make sure to follow us on all of our socials. Yeah. Make sure to follow all of us as well. I'm starting a podcast that's coming out next week. So I'll make sure to tell you guys where to find that one as well. And also, please remember to continue the donations to our good friends at Halls Haven Border Collie Rescue uh, based out of Manitoba, Canada. You can donate by e-transferring or PayPaling admin at hallshaven.org. All the money helps the dogs. Everything goes to the dogs and helps the dogs because who doesn't like dogs? Right, Chad? Do you like dogs? Yeah, if you don't like dogs, I just don't trust you.
Yeah. Just end of story. Yeah, it's fair. All right, boys. Have a good week. Oh, and also um, shout out to my buddy Clark um, for our bet. I don't know if you guys have been tracking that whole thing. Um, it's for mm-hmm. it's all for a good cause, self charity. So yeah, have a great week. It's good. Bye, guys.